Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It's Saturday, October 17th at a wonderful 6.30 in the morning here uh, for me and Ryan. And spoiler, it's uh, it's me, I'm Pat, and I'm Ryan. And this is our review for the B-Block Finals, night 17 of the G1 Climax. We got one show left. We got the finals tomorrow. It'll be, I think all four of us will be doing the podcast, hopefully. <clears throat> and if not, it'll be me, Ryan, and Joey, so... That should be exciting, but we have to talk about this show first, then we got the finals tomorrow, and then we are done with all of our G1 Climax 30 coverage. It has been quite uh, quite a month uh, for the podcast. We've done <laughs> so many episodes, uh, and we've seen the increase in plays thanks to it, so you know. Thank you, thank you, New Japan, and we will continue to cover New Japan since it seems like that's what people want. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. That's um, what we want too. That's all. Yeah, that is true. That's really like, all. We're, we're like we're we're not going to complain about doing extra uh, New Japan coverage. We all enjoy it. That is very true. Um, before we get into the review, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to. Just if you're listening right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Really straightforward, easy to do. We are on Anchor, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, and Google Play. So plenty of options. Click whichever one you want. Subscribe. We really appreciate it. If you're on Apple, leave a review. We'd also very much appreciate that, obviously. Uh, You don't even need to write it. Just, you know, star rating. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. It's your prerogative. Also, follow us over on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We posted YouTube videos for the first time in quite a while, a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, and so it's worth checking out. So all those links you can find in the episode description. So just click on the episode view description, whatever, see more. You'll find the links to all of our social media and our YouTube channel and also the links to where the podcast streams. So you'll have all that good information there. And yeah, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, our Twitter is at Deep Six Wrestling without the G. Um, so, you know, follow us there. We tweet out anytime that there's a new show. And sometimes we live tweet shows if we're in the mood. So uh yeah again we'd appreciate the follow and yeah uh that's that's pretty much all i gotta say before we get into things so night 17 kicked us off with our final young lions match uh of the c block which was already decided that yoda suji was the winner but we had gabriel kid and yuya yamura fighting today and uh gabriel kid won this match which officially had them tied up fully Yes. So we have Yoda Suji in first place in the C block, and Gabriel Kidd and Yuji Amora finished tied. Uh, so there you go. So two two people in second place. Um, as for the match itself, pretty good stuff. Uh, you know, Yamora and Gabriel Kidd are very good wrestlers, and I like to see both of them. And so I'd, I'd feel like it'd be pretty hard for them to fuck up and not have a good match. Yeah, they're they're really talented. They're easily. I think we all agree that. They're our two favorite of the three of them. Um, and I think it's interesting that, like, everybody is, like, like yesterday, all of commentary was like, oh, Yoda Suji's ready for that next step. Honestly, Gabriel Kidd and uh, Yamura, I feel like, are ready as well. Um, I, I mean, I don't think there's really anything else that, like, Kidd or Yamura need. Like, they, they could be ready to go on excursion whenever things open up. Um, if they even want to do excursions, I don't know what the plan is. 
Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how New Japan handles future excursions, at least for the time being. So uh, we already saw it with Carl Fredericks. He didn't go on excursion, um, and he follows Hiroshi Tanahashi is the only other young lion in history to not go on excursion. To be fair, though, with Fredericks, um, I, I, I do think that I think age played a factor in this one because normally excursion is what, like two years, basically, uh, or up to uh, two years. Yeah, I mean, it depends on. Um, yeah, and he's already 30, almost 31. So he, he's already old for a young lion. Yeah. Um, mm. And I feel like since like they had like New Japan Strong, uh, I think everybody already knows who Fredericks is. I think a lot of people are impressed with Fredericks already. Um, he's already been done World Tag League before. Um, he's won the Young Lion Cup. Um, he's basically done everything, or done more than a lot of Young Lions do. Um, so I feel like. It, this was just a, a thing that they could easily he can be like the face of the American branch of the uh, New Japan uh, company yeah uh, fair enough uh, we'll, we'll see what the future holds for Carl Fredericks um, but yeah Gabriel Kidd won here and so that that's your that's your, that's your young line stuff for this tournament um also worth noting, we don't know what the card is for the final show. They said it'll be announced sometime during the morning, Japan time. Uh, so probably nighttime for us. Yeah, so time will tell. But tomorrow night, sometime before the show, we'll find out. Uh, and we'll tweet that out. Yeah, we'll, we we'll, find just, out. We'll, we'll just retweet it. We're not going to tweet out. The yeah, that'd take a while. Um, so our first match of the uh, B-Block show tonight was Toru Yano and Yoshihashi. Uh, Yoshihashi heading to this with just one win after uh, a truly breakout tournament. Again, I, I keep comparing it to Lance Archer's 2019 G1 run, uh, not in terms of success rate, but in terms of uh, performance-wise. Um, especially for both guys late in their careers. Nobody really looked at them as big singles competitors, and Lance Archer blew everybody away. Look where he is now. And Yoshihashi, similarly, has been always somebody who's kind of just been a, the butt of the joke in New Japan, and now he just had a really good G1, uh, several great matches. And, uh, yeah, this was our final big Yano comedy match this tournament. Uh, lots of tape was uh, was involved here in the opening as... He asked Yoshihashi to check him and basically pat him down. Uh, and eventually, we go to the outside, and Yoshihashi reveals he brought his own tape to this fight and tapes Toriano to his staff through the railing. And Toriano has to squeeze himself through because he's a bit of a chubby boy. And uh, yeah, uh, Yoshihashi wins here. So. You know, Yoshihashi finishes with two wins. So, not, not, I mean, it's not good, but uh, he did better than Yujiro Takahashi. So, that is, that is good. He should, he should not be tied with Yujiro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that it, it, his performance point wise definitely doesn't do it justice to, um, like the the match quality that he had, he had really good matches. Um, he also, um, I think that uh, 
at least I would say, uh, I think this was the one of the better, t- uh, best tape spots we've had in the tournament. Um, in a tournament of a lot of tape uh, spots for Toriano. Um, I think the other thing that this leads to is what's next for Yoshihashi, because I don't think that, I think a lot of people are seeing that like he is a very capable uh, singles wrestler. Um, I don't know if he would, like he's obviously not in line for a never open weight title shot, but uh, he does have a win against Yano, so he is technically in line for, uh, or could be in line for KOPW uh, titles or match. So that could be interesting. It's entirely possible that he does it. I don't. I, again, I don't know what the schedule is going to be like for Yano defending the provisional KOPW thing. Yeah, so. I, it's very odd how it's going to be because. Uh, World Tag League and Best of Super Junior. Yeah, because I'm assuming Yana is going to be in World Tag League. He has been in years past, so. Yeah, uh, I would assume so as well. So, we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm still holding out hope that my uh, my big prediction of uh, Evil winning the Intercontinental Championship and then facing off against Yoshihashi again, where Yoshihashi gets his win back and wins his first singles title against uh, the the man who crushed his. His heart in that uh, that G one match where it really looked like Yoshihashi was going to win, um, but he didn't. I think it'd be a great uh, a great redemption story for Yoshihashi to get his win uh, against Evil. Yeah, and so, I think that would also be a good heartwarming uh, fan moment too. Uh, hopefully, fans are I mean, allowed to. I mean, yeah, duh. Yeah, I, but also like, hopefully, fans are going to be allowed to cheer and chant at uh, the Tokyo Dome. So, well, I don't. This wouldn't be at the Tokyo Dome. Oh. This would be a while from now. Uh, it should be um, the Tokyo Dome. I mean, it could theoretically be the Tokyo Dome in like 2022. I don't. I don't think Yoshihashi and Evil is this year's Wrestle Kingdom match. That's fair. Yeah, Evil has more important things right now. Um, after this, we had uh, Hiroki Goto and Juice Robinson. Uh, I I don't really have anything to say about this match. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't like. A bad match or anything. It just wasn't like a standout match. Uh, and on like a night of like the finals, you kind of want like last night's show. Uh, obviously, the the Jeff Cobb Udro match wasn't anything spectacular. So both nights had a match that really was kind of meaningless and and not memorable, um, which is a shame. But you know, the rest of the card all stood out, so that's good to see. Uh, but Juice won here, so. Yeah, uh, Juice Robinson finished off strong. Uh, this is definitely, I think this is the strongest performance in a G1. I think so. I don't know. Uh, commentary made a point to point out that this was the first year that they can remember of uh, Juice uh, being healthy throughout the entire G1, and he's been in uh, three G1s prior. Uh, and he is now 4-0 and in, fin- in the final night of a G1. Uh, or his final night of a G1, which is really impressive. Um, and they also made a point to say afterwards that uh, David Finley is uh, sure to be in route for World Tag League. So that is our that does sound like our first uh, confirmed World Tag League team. 
um, with Finn Juice being able to defend their World Tag League crown from last year. Yeah, so as expected, since, you know, Juice is healthy and Finley's also healthy, it looks like we will be seeing those two come back together. And as I said to Ryan while we were watching this, I am hoping they do the smart thing here and they have David Finley also dress up as one of the Blues Brothers because it just it would be so weird to see David Finley coming out in his normal gear while Juice is cosplaying as one of the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Uh, just screams like a perfect World Tag League costume duo. Yeah. So. Here's to hoping they go for it. Uh, we got our intermission as per the usual. The big news here is we still have the Will Osprey New Japan card collection commercial. They have not changed it yet. I don't know if they will, but it, I mean, moving forward, it's going to be pretty weird to see Will Osprey like reacting as a baby face after his actions on uh, the A Block final show. However, to be fair, that they, they did tease that they taped stuff with. Uh, with Suzuki Goon, who are all heels. <laughs> so... Yeah, but no, my it's not that heels shouldn't be doing it. It's that this is Will Ospreay yeah. as a babyface. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like it still fits Osprey because it's Osprey and he's a dweeb. Um, like he just sounds and comes off like a dweeb when he talks to people. I don't know. His promo that he cut last night after the the uh, the G1 show with B and uh, the Great Ocon backstage was actually pretty good stuff. Uh, it didn't sound like Will Ospreay was pretending to be a Kenny Omega fanboy. Yeah. Uh, and it just it sounded like Will was his own person. I thought it was a pretty solid promo. B also did really good. B, yeah, B's great. And Ocon just said one thing and then left. Don't, so. don't, don't forget his tweet, Pat. Because we called him the Great O'Karn yesterday. Why are we yeah, calling him the Great O'Conn today, Pat? Yeah, he's changed. He's officially announced that his name is in New Japan is the Great O'Conn, not the Great O'Karn. Uh, so and what's the reference? He's here to he's he's here to dominate. Uh, is it, I, I, or what's the reference? I it's, don't know. He says he it's in reference to Genghis Khan, the Mongolian oh. uh, uh, barbarian leader. Uh, well, there there you that's, go. You know, if you're a big history nut, uh, Genghis Khan was one of like the most ferocious battle leaders and dominators of most of uh, most of Asia, uh, and one of the reasons why the Great Wall of China was built. Yeah, so I guess New Japan's building a wall. Yeah, build that wall, Daddy. Um. So yeah. I, I guess we'll see what happens with the New Japan card collection app commercials. I, they also need to get rid of the Togemok Bay one. It makes no sense. Just get an updated commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I think they the I think the big issue or the big reason that they have Osprey is they need somebody to do it in English, and That's the only fine. other person, is, yeah, uh, um, or just have like you could have like one of the Japanese guys who speaks good English do it. That's a baby face. Yeah. Anyways, after intermission, we had uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Hiroshi Tanahashi wrestling once again. Uh, the story of this match was that Tanahashi's a uh, beat-up old man, and Zack Sabre Jr. is not a beat-up old <laughs> man and is a very fast-paced, skinny wrestler who has lots of stamina and is just going to out-wrestle Tanahashi. And Tanahashi held his own and, and took Sabre the distance. Uh, he, he went hold for hold. This was a very technical match for Tanahashi. Um, so, you know, you'll love to see it. And Tanahashi 
kept up with Zach, despite, again, being a beat-up old man who has slowed down significantly over the past few years. But to be fair, Zach's pretty beat-up, too, with his legs. Yeah, but it's not like Zach was, like, a slow... No, he's not not like Zach was moving slowly. Um, Um, Whereas Tanahashi is legitimately, like... that's fair. His his legs are very... (laughs) Beat yeah. up over the past couple. The years. other thing I, I think that was important is Saber barely targeted Tanahashi's legs, um, which was kind of because like everybody on commentary was like, "That's probably going to be the goal." Is both of them are just going to beat up each other's legs? Uh, Tanahashi went after Saber's legs a few times. Saber never went after the legs of Tanahashi, other than like to try to get out of moves like and put them in holds but like he never there was no dragon screw twists that he was that he did to uh throughout the summer um it it was a very weirdly worked match i think but it was really good um for these two guys uh who clearly have great chemistry um and it's interesting because i believe that puts Ibushi and Tanahashi both beating both parts of the Dangerous Techers in this tournament? I don't think that'll come yeah. into play. Um, but yes, it does, because Ibushi beat Taichi, and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi beat Zack. Um, <laughs> Just keep and, on that feed. No, I, again, I don't think that's... Yeah, we'll get yeah, into it at the end of the show. But... Um, Tanahashi picked up the win here with a roll-up, and he kept Zach pinned. This was the big thing here, is he kept Saber pinned for, like, six seconds. He just held him down as Saber tried to keep getting out. And as soon as uh, Tanahashi let go, Saber just tried to block him in a bunch of holds and was very aggressive and had to be stopped by the referee and the uh, the young lines at ringside. Yeah. So I will continue to say that I think that uh, if they are going to ever do anything with Golden Ace, uh, that Ta- Tanahashi is going to be the one to turn heel. Um, I've been saying that all summer. Like I said, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this I know, the show. But um, I think that I, I do think this shows that Tanahashi is just like, he's, he's wrestled heel a few or done some heel things in this tournament already uh, just slightly. And I think this just literally just for no apparent reason, keeping uh, Sabre down past the three count okay. is a little Don't, annoying. Just stop it. Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi tried to like destroy this As man's they life and put him in a wheelchair As the entire summer. <laughs> Tanahashi, Tanahashi that... has had his time. He needs to go into the retirement home. And okay. they tried to help him out. They tried to let him see his, his ways. Let him see. I, I don't know about that one, pal. After this, we had a rematch from February. Uh, we had Kenta versus Tetsuya Naito. Naito was trying to win this match to stay alive in the G1. Uh, had he won this match, he needed Sonata to be evil or a draw in the main event. Mm-hmm. And that would have given him the pathway to become uh, a finalist in the, the G1. Uh, but as you can hear from how I'm speaking... Tetsuya Naito did not win this match. In fact, Kenta beat him. He got his win back from February. Uh, so the two people to beat Naito in this, or sorry, three people to beat Naito in this tournament are uh, Sonata, Evil, and Kenta. I don't see Kenta challenging Naito again for the belt, especially because he has his briefcase that he's going to have to defend. Um, 
with Evil not being in the finals, I feel like we might be getting an Evil uh, Naito match at Power Struggle. I don't. I'm not very excited for that. I think it's going to be Kenta and Evil, or Kenta and uh, and Naito at Power Struggle. I um, again, I Kenta still has to defend his briefcase, and that's like the next big show. Yeah, but so I feel like Kenta's going to be defending against like Juice there. That's that's fair. Um, so if it's Evil versus Naito for the IC belt and Evil wins, I'm all for it. <laughs> I don't want Evil versus Naito for both titles. Please no, uh, especially because at that point I, I, we all know if it's for both titles, Naito's not losing yeah. them again. Um, but if the, if it's just one of the titles, then I think you can make more of a a possibility for Evil winning. So uh, this was a very very slow match as expected. Uh, Kenta Kenta was already eliminated heading into this match, um, and commentary pointed out that you know Kenta was probably going to try to draw this out as long as he could because. If he got Naito to draw, Naito was eliminated. Or if he beat Naito, Naito would also be eliminated. Um, so, uh, and as expected, this was very drawn out. This was, it was over 20 minutes, maybe 25. I don't remember how long this went. Um, it did pick up towards the end. Uh, I will say that once once Kenta started striking, it did get pretty good. It got intense. Uh, so, you know, that's good. You like to see it. And... A big surprise, Kenta gets the roll-up win here and pins Naito to eliminate Naito from the tournament. Uh, no GTS or anything, no game over. He just rolls him up and uh, steals the win. Naito is very upset about this. I mean, as as I think most yeah. people would with the tournament yeah. he had. What they say his his match time was uh, total? So it was over three hours. It was like three hours and three minutes going into the tour uh, into tonight. He needed three minutes to beat. Um, uh, Okada's previous record of most time in, a G- in the G1 uh, he blew that away in this one um, definitely going over 20 minutes um, and I think every match that uh, he had in this tournament was stellar he did not have a bad match in this tournament I wouldn't say all of his matches were stellar the match with Evil. I, I mean, I will ma- continue to say I really enjoyed their the match that they had. The match with Evil and the match with Goto, I I could do without. The rest of the matches, Naito had a great right. tournament. Again, it's your opinion. Everybody has an opinion about like how they feel about matches. I, for one, enjoyed Evil versus Naito. I didn't say I didn't see, say you were wrong. I don't know why you're I'm so not. Offensive. I'm just saying that, I, that that's why I said they had. Basically, every match was stellar. Uh, him versus Goto, yeah, it wasn't the best, but I wouldn't say it was bad either. No, but it was very mediocre. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't say he had a, a, every match was stellar. But ZSJ, Tanahashi, Sonata. Kenta. Uh, no, well, the Kenta match was very I liked long. It. The ending was I good. really liked it. It was good. It wasn't great. Um, the Yano match was really funny. Uh, and, and his match with Juice was great, and his match with Yoshihashi was great. But Kenta, uh, Kenta, Goto, who did I say? Kenta, Goto, and Evil uh, weren't yeah. for you. Evil were not really. I mean, they were fine matches. It's just not great in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so Naito got eliminated here, and that sent us to our main event with it coming down to these last two men, former teammates, former stablemates. 
uh, Evil versus Sonata. Evil with Dick Togo in his Yakuza outfit, his little white suit and his beret. Um, and his sunglasses. Can't forget the sunglasses. <laughs> uh, this went long, as expected. Uh, this I did enjoy quite a bit. This was a very yeah, good match. absolutely. They've got really good chemistry. Uh, it's worth noting that from the beginning of the show, Hiromu was, uh, Hiromu, uh, was on commentary throughout the entire night. And so, obviously, with Togo being out there, and as soon as Togo got involved, I think we everybody probably watching knew that Hiromu was going to uh, be involved here, because why else would Hiromu be I was be going inside? even earlier, um, what you call it, uh, as Evil was uh, walking around uh, at the beginning of the match, he went over to Hiromu and tried to throw, he threw up the two sweet at him, um, and from there, I was like, yeah, Hiromu's definitely getting involved. There's no, there's no way that Hiromu's just going to sit here uh, for this match. Yeah. Um, so we had a pretty normal match. No interference for quite a while, um, aside from uh, Dick Togo tripping Sonato up once when he ran the ropes. But Sonato eventually hit the big um, moonsault to the spine of Evil, went back up to hit the moonsault to the front of Evil, hits it, Gets a two count, and as the uh, Retro is coming down with three, Togo yanks him out of the ring, hops in, and uh, him and Evil beat up Sonata. Uh, we get a magic killer from those two. Hiromu gets in, hits a big super kick. Uh, looks like he kills Stick Togo with it. Um, and so this is our big spot where Hiromu gets involved. This could eventually, I guess, set up a feud between uh, Togo and Hiromu. I don't know. But Togo might be in best of the Super Junior, so we might get more of this then. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Dick Togo. <laughs> this man's been in the company since June, July, and I feel like he's wrestled maybe like three or four matches. Um, so hopefully Dick Togo's in best of the Super Juniors. I, I would be okay with that. I kind of want to see more Absolutely. But so yeah, Hiromu gets in here and he's the big equalizer and helps fend off Dick Togo. Uh, eventually, Togo gets back involved with the Garrett as Red Shoes is distracted by Evil. Hiromu comes back in, hits another super kick on the apron to Togo that takes him out, and we get the uh, we get the win here for Sonata. Sonata gets the win over Evil. Uh, it's not with Skull End, thank God. I would have screamed. I, I really am not a fan of Skull End, but he did he did get the win over Evil, which sends Sonata to the G1 Finals against Kota Ibushi. This is I this was I I I, I want to know how many people predicted this uh, this final. I can't imagine this was a lot no, of people. I don't think so. Um, not that I'm complaining. Kota and Sonata should have a really good match on Sunday tomorrow. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to be that upset with it. I'm not going to complain. Just uh, not what any of us predicted. To be fair, Ryan, Rob, and Joey all had Sonata going to the finals, but they did not Abushi. have Kota Abushi there. Rob had Okada, and Ryan and Joey had Jay White. Um, and Ryan and Joey had Jay yes. White winning. And I just want to make sure Rob didn't have Sonata winning. Um, do you want to give your thoughts on your match? I thought the match this was really a enjoyable match. Uh, I think the right person won. Um, I think Evil's got other uh, important things going on with Bullet Club and 
whatnot. Um, I think Sonata and Ibushi will tear down the house. I'm glad that it's not Ibushi versus Naito. I know a lot of people wanted, kind of wanted Naito, uh, wanted to see what would happen who, uh, and see Naito choose, as most people expected, Naito would choose Hiromu for a world title shot at the Dome. Um, but I, I think that uh, I, I don't want, I don't, want a 30 some minute match between Naito and Bushi. They're both great wrestlers in their own right, but they're very dangerous together and I don't want that. Um I think Pat would agree that they that they're very dangerous together. Yeah. Um I'm also pretty glad that we're not getting a Bushi and Naito in the finals uh, just because it would be Probably decently uncomfortable to watch, but uh, yeah. Um, Rob did yeah. have Okada, so n- nobody had Sonata winning. So if Sonata wins this thing, we're all—I mean, we're all—we're already pretty yeah. much out. The only way anybody um, can with the Bushi win beat. this tour, win our predictions that isn't Rob is if we get the t- the time a hundred percent right. Yeah, if you hit the time on the dot for the finals match, you you, you get a hundred points, and so. nobody's a hundred points behind anybody. So, but there's no other yeah. points to be given in our tournament or, or our predictions tournament right now. Yes. However, um, I do want to say that if we did points based off of how many uh, how many points we correctly predicted for each person, I'd be I'd be. Nope. That's. That's I not said a, that's if not a thing. I said if uh, because B block I was very on the dot with a lot of a lot of wrestlers points totals it was just matches uh, and who they would win against I got a, a wrong. Oh. Uh, so our totals for today I finished with two points Rob and Joey got three Ryan finished with four which puts our total. Uh, and this is after I gave Ryan, Joey, and Rob their three points for Sonata being a block finalist, which they uh, they all guessed. Um, so Rob, first place at 68. Joey and me are tied at 59. And Ryan at 58. Um, so uh, as long as, whatchamacallit, as long as, uh, as long as nobody gets the time, Rob wins. So... One can hope that one of us gets the time. And just for reference, our times, uh, I have 35 minutes and 31 seconds. Rob has 34, uh, 34 minutes and 34 seconds. Ryan, you have 31 minutes and 24 seconds. And Joey has 35 minutes and mm-hmm. 35 seconds. So we uh, we shall certainly see uh, who gets the closest. And if somebody somehow actually hits this thing on the dot, which is... The, the the odds of that have to be, I, yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> Especially with all uh, the different times that can happen. Uh, there is no time limit for this match, so. Yeah. Uh, typically for the G1 finals, you, you typically have a match that goes 30, 35 minutes. Um, so, we, uh, hence why yeah. we're all in that range. Um. How do you see the uh, the finals playing out tomorrow? Since you know neither of us had Kota Ibushi and Sonata together in the Sonata's finals, I think is going to win uh, and set up Sonata versus Naito okay. at the Dome. Um, I, I again, Ibushi doesn't need to win it again. Um, 
I think Ibushi is going to have a match somewhere uh, with somebody else, <clears throat> Tanahashi, um, at the Dome. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm in the opposite boat. I think Ibushi's going to win this thing, and I don't think it's going to be clean. I think we're going to get the Kota Ibushi heel turn tomorrow, and I think he's going to align himself with a certain faction. Would that be the Will Ospreay faction? No, it would be oh. Suzuki Goon. I think they're going to be successful in recruiting him. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that would probably make the most sense for me. And I could see Kota and Tanahashi. I don't know when they would do the match with them, but I think, I mean, you could do it at like a first match of Power Struggle, but I think Ibushi would beat Naito at Wrestle Kingdom if he does go heel and win the G1. Um and then, obviously, New Japan does plan on doing Wrestle Dynasty at Madison Square Garden next August. And I fear, I think Ibushi versus Tanahashi for the title there would be a very smart match to do. That's a, that's a huge match, and it's two of your biggest names. And having Tanahashi win probably what would be his last world title in MSG, um, conquering Ibushi after he turned on him, I think would be a really good story. I don't know. I feel like um, if somebody's going to turn on each other, like Tanahashi or Ibushi, it needs to be against the other. Like, it shouldn't just be against somebody else. Well, I think Tanahashi... Because it's not like Tanahashi's going to be out at ringside. That would make no sense. It, it, I mean, he yeah, could it would be. just make he, no he sense could. to me, though. Cause... Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It would make more sense for Tanahashi to be out there yeah. if Evil was out there, but he's not. But then that would also most likely see... Abushi go to Bullet Club, but I, I still think we're headed for heel Tanahashi, mean, and I, I could see him shooting to win. Or, sorry, I think it's heel Tanahashi. You think it's heel Abushi? Either way, one of them's going to turn eventually. I, it, like I said, I think the yeah. power struggle that will happen. Um, even if even if Abushi does not uh, turn heel, I still think he's winning the G one, uh, and I think he beats Naito. But I think his chances go way up if he does turn heel, and I think his chances of winning the title at Wrestle Kingdom also go significantly higher if he turns heel. Um, and should he join uh, Suzuki Goon, I think um, I want to say he, he takes over and kicks Suzuki yeah. out. Um, I think that would make the most sense. Um, especially because Suzuki had a very not-so-good G1, and they can use that in story as the guy, like his group turning on him. The other option, obviously, is you could have Tai Chi take over, um, but I don't know if they're going to do that. So I think I think Abushi makes more sense as a leader um, rather than Tai Chi. But who knows? I, I really don't know. New Japan has been going crazy with unpredictable booking this year. So maybe uh, maybe Toriano is leaving chaos and joining uh, Suzuki Gun yeah. and Yano Gun, and they're all going to become YouTubers. I was going to say YouTubers, not YouTube. a serious wrestler gun. Please. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for our review for the uh, Night 17. Uh, personally, or sorry, Night 18. Uh, personally, I, th- I I enjoyed Night 17 more. I thought the A Block final night was better than this night, but this wasn't a bad show by any means. Um, I did enjoy this thoroughly, but if I'm choosing one block over the other, I thought A Block had the stronger final. Yeah, I, I um, agree with that. So uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're not. Remember, we will be back tomorrow for a big G1 finale. We're going to review the entire final show, and we're also going to give out our G1 awards 
for our top five matches for all of us, um, our MVP, uh, our LVP, which is least valuable player, our breakout star of the tournament, and our fake out star of the tournament, which is our most disappointing wrestler. Um, so, and I made the specific rule that it cannot be Yujiro Takahashi because no, I, none of us went into this tournament expecting Yujiro to be this all star of the G1. So, uh, it would be kind of a waste to give him that award. <laughs> um, but we will be back tomorrow for that. So everybody get excited. The G1 is about to be done. Uh, you know, it'll be bittersweet because this tournament's been really enjoyable for all of us. And But it, it'll, it'll be nice to have a nice like month-long break from New Japan, uh, podcasting at least. And then we'll be back with uh, the Road to Power Struggle. Um, we'll have a review for Power Struggle. And then World Tag League and Best of the Super Juniors, we will do predictions for. And we'll be covering both tournaments uh, as much as we can. And obviously, Wrestle Kingdom, we will do predictions and a podcast for as well on January 4th. So, exciting times. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say. Ryan, you want to add anything else? I think you've hit the nail on the head. All right. Do you want to say your, uh, um, your farewell? Yeah. Uh, stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. That is, uh, that is true. Stay safe, uh, and, yeah. Uh, hope everybody has a good Saturday, uh, unless it's Sunday where you are, depending on when you're listening to this to, or whatever day. Uh, and we will talk to you guys next time, so stay tuned, subscribe, and we'll talk to you at the G1 Finals. Yes, sir.